We're continuing our series called Becoming More Like Jesus, Becoming More Like Our Rabbi, Becoming More Like Our Risen Savior, King Jesus. And it's about becoming compassionate. That's what I'm going to share today. But Pastor Catherine kicked us off with becoming truthful. And then Pastor Stephen Gibson shared about becoming discerning. And last week we heard Sean sharing with us about becoming servant-hearted. But today we are going to do, and we're going to, I'm going to share about becoming compassionate. All those announcements that we just heard, there was something in there about being compassionate. This church is a church that are compassionate to the broken, the hurting, the lost, the marginalized. Do you agree with that? You can just give me a nod and you at home say amen. <laughs> so um, we've got two testimonies of two young people, young men who's going to share about how they, how they put compassion into action. And then also Pastor Dominic is going to share towards the end, ministry time. My prayer for us today is for us to become more compassionate. It, to be moved with compassion. That is what we need to be known for. And that is what God is calling us in this time, particularly in this lockdown. Messes up, it's challenging, but it's great to be challenged. But how, when last did we call people friends and families and colleagues who are not believers of Jesus Christ to see if they are okay. Sharing compassion, that's what we're going to get into today. So I want to just read two statements of the late Dr. Miles Monroe to get us into this message today. And this is what he says, Dr. Miles Monroe. He says, kingdom citizenship is a spiritual reality, but it's also a mentality. As believers, we already have the Spirit of God, but we need to learn the mind and the heart of God. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ today, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you right now. So you are loaded. Amen? You are loaded. That the Holy Spirit is our comforter, our counselor, our advocate, the Spirit of truth, the one who leads, teach, and guide us. We have that, but we need to learn and train our mind and our hearts to function just like Jesus functioned when he walked the face of the earth. See, kingdom citizens are people that reflect the nature, the purpose, the culture, the intent of the king. Jesus was a very compassionate man, reaching out to the lost, the broken, the hurting, the marginalized, and he's calling us to do the same Another quote, uh, statement of Dr. Miles Monroe, where he says, Your existence is evidence that this generation needs something that your life contains. This generation needs something that your life contains. You've got the answer. You have something that the world needs. In fact, the whole earth is in eager expectation waiting for the sons and the daughters of God to reveal the glory of Jesus. The word glory means his character and his nature. So if you have got your Bibles, Matthew chapter 14, verse 13 to 21 is what we're going to look at today. It says, now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself 
But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place and day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages to buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, you, you need not to, you need not uh, go away. You give them something to eat. Now, if it was me and you and Jesus was saying that to us, we would have had some discussions with him, isn't it? And saying like, we've got nothing to give them. Jesus asking them to give the people something to eat. They said, we have only five loaves here and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. And he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and, and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. And all who ate were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets full of pieces, broken pieces. And those who ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. Father, we pray today, Holy Spirit, would you guide me, speak through me. Lord, we pray today that we will be known in this time as your kingdom citizens, your disciples, as the most compassionate people in this season, in our workplaces, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray that you will move our hearts for the things that move your heart today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I want you to remember these three words, not lights, camera, action, not that. I want you to remember see, feel, and action, right? This whole week, see, feel, and action. That is what we need to do. See, feel, and action. You at home, say it with me. See, feel, and action. You know, the... the one of, the, one of the marks of Jesus' ministry, a major mark of Jesus' ministry, was compassion. Was compassion. Compassion is a feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another who is hurting, in pain, or has misfortune. And it is accompanied by a strong desire to help the suffering. A desire to see change. We are the change agents. We are the change Agents, you have to believe that. That you are somebody that carries solutions to the problems that we see. And whatever problem you see, it means that there's a solution for the problem you see. But the question is, what do you see and how do you see it? You know, in the passage that I read, the Bible says that when Jesus heard this, what did he hear? His cousin John the Baptist was killed. And Jesus, the Bible says, he moved to a desolate place, to a remote place, just to find peace so he could grieve about his cousin. And the, and, and, and the Bible tells us that, that while he did that, 5,000 people followed him besides men and children. This was for me, if, if I was in the crowd, I would have said, leave him. Let him grieve his cousin. But see, compassion moved him into action. Compassion moved him into action. And even at that point, Jesus was willing to be interrupted. 
He was willing to be interrupted because he saw the crowd through the eyes of compassion and he was moved with compassion. That is just fascinating. That this love that Jesus had for the lost, the broken, and the hurting. Now, my, the, the most compassionate person that I know is my mom. She's the best. I don't know about your moms, and I believe they are too, but my mom. She is the most compassionate person that I've ever seen. My wife and I went back to Cape Town, and my wife asked me, who are all these people? I say, some of them I don't know. They all come into my mom's house. My mom would feed them. And I've seen the broken, the hurting, being restored. Because in our community, it was about the community. It's not about each man for himself, each woman for himself. It was about community. And I remember my mom have a, a pot full of food. And, and she, would, she would stir it. But she would pray with compassion over this. And people will get fed. People will get fed and there would still be left over. And, and I was thinking the same. Jesus, there was, only, there was only five loaves, two fish. But it multiplied. See, when you have compassion, there's a multiplication. Something happens. The Holy Spirit taps into the heart where there's compassion. Something happens. Something changes. And I would say to my mom, is there still left over? And then she'd still say, yeah, there's a bit left. Compassion drives you. She's the most compassionate person. And that's what I saw in my house. And that's what I do today. That I have compassion for the lost, the broken, the hurting, the marginalized, the widow, the orphan. Even in our young people at this season that where they're struggling, but we continue to pray for them. We speak compassion over them and we see restoration and we are going to see restoration. That's what compassion does. Point number one, you need to see in order to feel compassion. The Bible says when Jesus, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. He was on his way to grieve about his cousin, but he's still healing. The need is there were people sick and he, he met their need. He met their need. Wow, what a savior. What a king. What love, what manner of love is this? He healed their sick. My question to you and me is, how do we see people? How do you see your colleagues? How do you see your neighbors? How do you see your family and friends that's not believers of, of Jesus Christ? How do you see them? Because if you can see them as treasure, the compassion of God will move you. When you begin to see the drug dealer becoming a pastor while he's a drug dealer, and you have compassion for him, and you see the shift, the Holy Spirit begins to move. When you begin to see the prostitute as a prophetess, then things begin to change. When you see that gangster turning into a pastor, things will begin to change. Do you get what I'm saying? It's how you view people, and we need to see people the same way Jesus sees them. If we are going to become more like Jesus, then we have to do the things Jesus did. How do we look at our family and friends? You see, in this lockdown, lockdown time, I've met 
and spoke to a lot of non-Christian friends. I made it my duty to call my non-Christian friends. Do you know what? Most of them don't even want to hear about where do I go to church. All they want to see is, are you there for me? Are you a listening ear? I've met, I had so many encounters in this time. And people say stuff like this. There's just something about you that makes me feel good. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever received a compliment like that? I don't know, but there's just something about you. You're giving off compassion. The Pharisees called Jesus a friend of sinners. Are you a friend of sinners today? Or do you have more Christian friends than non-Christian friends? Are you a friend of sinners? The Pharisees said he's a friend of sinners. You know, Jesus said this. He made this challenge to us he's in John 15. He says, if you do my commandments, then you are my friend. What a challenge. If you do my commandments, then I know that you are my friend. Got a testimony of a friend of mine, Sean, who was an ex-drug addict, part of a gang, and he sold drugs in Cape Town. I was preaching one day uh, in our daytime service. We had daytime service every day in Cape Town. And um, I preach. And when you hear gunshots in Cape Town, you just keep preaching. Right? This guy runs into the church and he sat there and he's listening to, as I'm preaching, and the Holy Spirit said, preach with compassion. Preach with compassion. That man gave his life to Jesus. The Lord cleaned him up, delivered him from, from his addictions. That man, God blessed him with a job. And that man is preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ in all prisons in South Africa. Don't be shy. You can give God a praise for that. Compassion moves us into action. Compassion moves us into action. How do we develop this compassion? Colossians 3.12 says this. Put on then as God's chosen people, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. So I've got my compassionate jacket on this morning. This is my compassionate jacket. You know, the Bible says, put it on. It doesn't come automatically. When we pray in the morning, we, would, we need to say, Lord, I'm putting on my jacket of compassion today. Because what happens, people will see it. People will see it from a, from a distance. People can feel if you are really for them. That's why they say people don't care how much you know until, until they know how much you care. Moved with compassion. So if Daniel and, and Walter could come up, please. I just want to give us the scriptures about compassion moving us into action. Jesus healed a leper in Mark 1, 4, 41. It says, moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. In Matthew 20, 34, Jesus had compassion on them, on the blind, two blind men. He had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. Luke 7, 13 says, When the Lord saw her, this woman whose son died, when Jesus saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion 
Don't cry, he said. That's the risen Savior we serve. And these amazing guys are going to share their testimony about compassion moving, moving into action. Their compassion moving into action. So, Walter. Yeah, so um, uh, recently in school, uh, we've started this diversity and inclusion group, uh, which is basically um, originated from the incident with George Floyd um, over summer. And from that, we're just making sure that uh, like people are educated on like different matters uh, in different cultures. Um, so last month, we focused on Black History Month and uh, delivered a presentation on that, helping people understand those differences and uh, becoming more appreciative of them. Um, so yeah, we're trying to get that done throughout the year, whether it be through celebrations of different events, um, of different cultures, or just through uh, education and things like that. So my compassion for this um, started with uh, my GCSE when learning about history, and you wouldn't uh, sort of recognize the significance of different groups and their contribution to society. So that was the compassion for me. And through this group, I'm, be able, to, I'm able to act that out um, able to sort of help people understand those differences and uh, not act out of ignorance towards them, but become more understanding and compassionate towards them through that. Amen. Um, so, yeah. Amen. Dan? Um, yeah, I just want to say a quick story just about um, compassion with friends. Um, so I um, always make it clear to my friends that... Um, whenever they're going through something, however little it is, I'm not gonna judge them, and um, whatever stupid time it is in the morning, I don't care, like, I will come and see them, and I will chat to them and be there for them. Yeah. And, um, you know, not too long ago, um, one of my friends texted me out of the blue in the middle of the daytime, um, saying, Dan, I just wanna thank you for everything and all the memories, um, you're my only friend right now, but, um, and then the next sentence he said, it, um, made my heart drop and also broke my heart at the same time. And um, I uh, drove over to his house, um, yeah, a lot faster than I should have been. And um, uh, I called him, wasn't answering. I texted him saying, I'm outside. Uh, we're gonna spend all day together. And, you know, I spent all day and all night with him till 4.30 in the morning, even though I had work at six in the morning. And I didn't care because I tell my friends that I will always be there for them and that I will show them compassion and not expect anything in return. And um, yeah, we talked about life. Um, you know, he's uh, struggling with a lot of stuff and it's, um, he's going through a really dark thing. And um, you know, he texted me the next day and said, Dan, I just wanna thank you. Um, you know, you saved my life and stopped me from doing something really stupid. And you know, uh, just from me showing that little bit of compassion He's um, doing a lot better now, and you know he's um, started his own like clothing business. It's really successful. He's um, doing a lot better now, and just from me showing that little bit of compassion, I'm slowly building up the process of um, them eventually asking about Jesus. Because with my friends, my uh, non-Christian friends, I don't want to force it upon them, and I just want to slowly plant that seed in their head to think what's different about Dan, like why is he showing me this compassion? And uh, one day I hope that me and all my friends will have the hope of getting into heaven together and spending the eternity with Jesus. Come on. 
Yeah, thank you, guys. Um, if the band could come back, please. If the band could come back. Um, where's the band? If, the, if they could come back. It's also Dan and Jonathan's birthday today. Can we just give these guys a round of applause as well? Um, I just want to say to somebody today that if you do not know Jesus, Jesus is the most compassionate person ever. Jesus is compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in love. And if you do not know him today, I want to recommend him because he is who we say he is. He's compassionate. You know, for us who are believers in Jesus Christ, the Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And he gave his life for us. He lavished his love upon us. And if that's you today who do not know Jesus, I want to say that he loves you and he cares for you. And I want to just pray a prayer before Pastor Dominic comes back for you. Just say, Father, I thank you so much that you are compassionate. I come before you today and I give my life to you. Change me, shape me, rearrange me into the image, the way you have designed me to be. I come before you, give you my life, change my life in the name of Jesus. If you pray that prayer, let us know. We want to pray with you and we want to encourage you and we want to just support you in that. So God bless you.